Welcome back to Shootin' Debris. I don't even know if this is rolling. I think it is. It's rolling. We're here. Okay. You're here. Double check, please. It's here. It's okay. rolling. I can see it. Okay. I, I, I can see it rolling right here. Okay. Hold on. Let me stop it and start it again. We wake up, right? You and Sammy. Me and Sammy will wake mm-hmm. up. I want. I immediately think I want to take her outside so that she can use the restroom. You know, the the outdoors, the oh, great the outdoors. Out, the great outdoors. Yeah. yeah. So we go, and then when we come back, I'm like, okay, let's get you your food. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have to like give her pills and multivitamins because you pills. Know, yeah. Because oh, for yeah. allergies. Yeah, yeah, she has allergies. She's she has allergies. A, she's an English bulldog for those that don't know. Yeah, perfect. They in have every, some stuff. In every other way. Besides there's besides the allergies. She's allergic to grass, which is an yeah. unfortunate thing. Unfortunate. She eats it like it's a buffet, you know. Well, dogs um, do that when they have an upset stomach, but is it a, a, a allergy to her skin or a whole body? How about this? I had to pull grass out of her rear end the other day. How is that possible? Because she pooped, because she eats it, and then she poops, and then it was so much grass that it got stuck, dude. So you're saying it went through her system. It went and through got her system stuck untouched. on the way out. Yeah. So that means it didn't affect her negatively, or maybe it did. Has okay. she had worse allergies when she was eating that much grass? Well, she, okay, the first time she ate grass, she threw it up. Mm-hmm. Like I woke up the next morning, I woke up, moved her bed, because I like, I move her bed from my bedroom out to the living room so that she can you know, chill out out here. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I moved it, I, there was a giant clump of grass. Puke. Puke, like slimy. Yeah. And I was like, mm-hmm. what? Who brought um, this in? Yeah. Who could it have been? <laughs> who oh, did was this? it me? Oh, did I do that again? Did I puke last night yeah, on the no. floor and was it grass? No. And I love puking and it wasn't me. I hate puking. Um, and it was Sammy. Um, that happens a lot with dogs though. That's when they're getting their stomach cleared. Usually you, hopefully they're chew- eating grass outside. They puke outside. Then you're good. Yeah. But if her rash got worse when she ate it, maybe um, that would be a thing. So something I've noticed why we're going down this rabbit hole. Um, it's not a rabbit hole unless you want to go and let's see what to call a rabbit hole. It's just, let's, we're just talking a mole hole. Sure. Um, so I take her outside to go to the bathroom. When we come back in, I try to give her food, but she does. She hasn't been eating her food in the morning um, unless there's like activity. Like I've been having people mm-hmm. come over for this or that. Um, yeah. And so then she eats because there's something. Yeah, going she on. gets amped, and then she's like, "Oh, I have food," and then she goes and eats it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like because she's on these pills, the pills have to be taken twelve hours apart. So if she eats at noon. The next time she can have the pill is at midnight. midnight So you got to wake her up. Yeah. And I'm just like, what? Or you just don't worry about those rules with the pills and then make it at 8 p.m. But wouldn't that... I don't want her... I don't want to like mess her up, you know? Would it it make her sick? I don't know. There's one way to find out. Like, you know when you take like too many... Um, ibuprofen or something and then your stomach gets all irritated. I was going to say vitamins. If you take like the alive ones, the liquid one and drink it, your pee is like bright yellow, like neon yellow. It's way too many. It's like each of the measurements in the daily amount is like 4,000% of what you need. You're like, I guess that's cool. Excuse me. Because then it goes straight through. Yeah. Like the grass, similar to the grass. Yeah. 
Well, the, so so if she only oh if she starts eating at noon, you have to give it to her with food. So she you're trying to get her to eat early, and if you give yeah. her if you give her wet food. So my friend's dog is a corgi. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they have very sensitive stomachs. This is a good topic. If you're eating breakfast right now and yeah, listening so to this, sorry. so sorry that we no. hit you hard with the bomb. No, it's not. There's more than vomit in this story. Well, no, 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 no. It's fine. Okay. It's uh, nothing gross. It's just normal stuff you do after drinking coffee, probably what people do. Um, But no, he so I had this with my dog when I had a dog as well. But if you switch their food up, you're like, I'm going to treat them today. And you buy a can of fancy wet dog food. You're like, oh, they're going to really love this. And they do. And they they eat it super quick. And then you regret it for the next two days as they're pooping (laughs) on the carpet all over outside. Fire hosing. I call it fire hosing onto the lawn when it's like just projectile out. And it was like, wow. Wow, that was not good. And so you got to introduce things very slowly, even mixing the food a little bit or dogs get into cat food and they get, which is weird that they have such sensitive stomachs, yet they can eat cat poop and be fine. And that I don't understand. They're an enigma. And in some countries, they're considered like unclean, like pigs. And people are like grossed out that people own dogs as pets, but they're so cute. They're so cute. And I love her so much. I just want to eat her. Yeah, I know. She's See, that's so chunky. It, it, it's it, like that thing it, with babies, you know, where you're mm-hmm. like, I just want to eat you, but it, but you, but you just can't say you that because of Army Hammer these days and people oh, that are actually into that kind of stuff. Yeah, but but you can in the sense of yeah, you can. Yeah, maybe he is, maybe he isn't. I don't know what the real story is there, but you can. We're going pop culture again, not jumping back to the Oscars. We're gonna stay in the present. Sure. Um, <laughs> but but that's yeah. The I I they're like I could just eat you, and that's like a term of endearment. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, get away. Yeah. I always felt like my dogs were the coolest when I had them. I was like, this is literally the coolest dog in the world. And then you start to feel like other people's dogs. You're like, you're just the night. If you're talking to him, you're like, you're just the nicest dog. And you're like, is my dog jealous right now? Yeah. And so it's usually the animal that I have in my life at that time. Like the cat we have now, Henry is my, is the coolest cat in the world. Is he the dark one? Yeah. The only one. Okay. Yeah. But he, we had a, Kevin Case, the uh, corgi, over for a couple days this weekend. Nice. And he was running all around the house, and the cat loses his mind whenever there's a dog around, and he hides in the basement. Oh, because you guys don't have dogs? No dogs. I had a dog, and the cat never came upstairs and hid in the basement when my dog lived at the house when I moved in in 2015. So when my dog passed away later that year, Henry started coming around. It took half a year for him to climb the stairs to even come up to my room because he was shy. And now, like, last night I was, like, here scratching at the door. And he's, like, it's, like, midnight. And he's he'll do it when you're falling asleep. And he's, like, I want to get in. So you let him in. He comes in for five minutes, walks out. So you close the door. He scratches again. You're, like... You got to choose, dude. You can't be in here and out there. I'm closing the door, but you don't want to be locked in, but you want to come in. You should put a little cat door on your bedroom door. Just so you can push through. The thing is, he probably would be afraid to go go through it. So you have to leave your door open and then you got whoever wakes up in the morning first, you get to hear. But that's fine. Um, but he's he's the best cat. And so he came in and just like sat on a blanket and wanted to hang out. Or he'll sit there looking at you while you're on the computer and want you to pick him up and sit there and purr. So, so he is the best cat on planet Earth at this moment in time to yeah. me. But other people, maybe not. Yeah, probably wrong. But um... <laughs> Probably wrong. <laughs> but then Sammy's the best dog in the world right now to She's you. She's okay. She's all right. Yeah, I think you said other than that. I don't think she really likes me. Yeah, right. Honestly, she's no, literally this sitting. This is not a bit, like a bit. I don't think she cares for me that like that much. There's no way that's true. 
You're just saying that because she was literally sitting there looking at you with squished up against your feet a second ago. And now, Sammy, off the shelf. She's, She's up on the shelf. She's trying to get her toy. Uh oh. Oh, okay. She but wants to play. Is it the, is she going for the green one or the tennis ball? I can't tell. She was going for the second shelf that's down on her level. So she was just probably wanting to play. Yeah. But so you think that she's too young to know who her parent is? Yeah. Or she's like trying to push her limits with me. Oh, that could other, be it. Yeah. Know? Well, they, that's like a ornery child. They test. But honestly, she's, uh, you'll find that dogs, and they were saying this on some YouTube channel. No, actually it was on the news or something. They were saying that animals really do take uh, affection to their owners, people that are around them a lot and are uh, create bonds. And I can, I'm seeing that like with the cat, like he's always coming up and wanting to hang out where before he was like staying downstairs. He's like, who are you walking yeah. around in here? <laughs> or if other people would come in and our other, our other roommates, like, I think he was talking to his girlfriend. The other day, he's like, I think Henry's going to die soon. Cause he's getting really nice and friendly <laughs> and he actually is like warming up to me. And I was like, he has dementia. Yeah. Or yeah. He has kitty, de kitty dementia. Kind of like my old cat that had kitty diabetes. Yeah. Just really not healthy, oh, but no, but he's like not dementia. It's just like when an animal's normally like uh, afraid or like not nice. And then they suddenly get nice. You're like, what's wrong? Yeah. Are you like dying? Like and so when he's meowing at night and wanting attention, I'm like, are you saying you're in pain and you just want me to hold you? But he's only like 10 or 11. So he has, I think he has a lot of life left yeah, don't or they live 12 to like 16 or, or more. They can. 20? Yeah. They can. So that's where I'm like, okay, Henry's probably going to be fine. But yeah. just the thought of like, well, he's nice to me. So I think he is going down. He is going down soon. And our other roommate that moved out, Sean last year was like, I think Henry's got about a year left or so. And, and I was like, why he's like oh, i just i have a premonition i just think he's not gonna be around much longer i was like no you can't say that he's like a young cat so we'll see if either of them are right i'm hoping not because then the best cat in the world will be gone right yeah i know i joked about it but i'm sorry but no no it's fine i mean like it's nice that you have affection for a cat oh yeah you know it's nice to have an animal and actually my dad who i'm about to go visit in a minute here so we're going to pause this podcast and continue it in a minute um, loves animals. And so when I had a dog, he was like all like he would give him like pepperoni treats, those little miniature pepperoni things for dogs called pepperoni. Yeah. And he just, he'd like light up every time I brought my dog. So, um, for my dad's sake, even though I'm not ready for a pet, I know he would really love it if I had a dog and I could bring a dog for him to see and pet. And that would be like an unselfish thing for me to do to, for him. But then I would be the one taking care of the dog all the time. And yeah. I'm not, I'm not quite ready, even though I love animals. Cats well, are just a little easier. Well, you can, um, oh, take Sammy going. for a field trip if you wanted. Oh, up there. Yeah. If I you can wanted. do that. Yeah. She'll be like, am I going to yeah. a new home? Are you my new dad? <laughs> yeah. I might do that. Cause he loves, and his roommate has a fake cat. And I think uh, when I talked about this years ago or do something. Do they allow for pets to visit? They probably do, but not like someone in there to own a pet yeah. there. But it's it's a cat that has batteries and makes meowing sounds and stuff. And when I first was moving my dad in, I was like talking to the person in the room and his roommate was laying on the bed with his cat petting it. It was meowing. And I was like, oh, I thought it was real at first. And then I was like, why did I say that out loud? Because right. now he thinks, because to him, not... the cat's real. Right. So he'll like talk to it and stuff. And I was like, okay, that's cool. So my dad knows that it's not a real cat and he's like his uh you know his roommate just has his cat but it's a comforting thing like having an animal around is a nice thing nice yeah. uh a dopamine hit really yeah 
So we will we will be back after a brief message from our sponsor, which happens to be this actual podcast host called Anchor FM. Dot FM. That's so, fine. You got it. Here we go. One more time. Uh, our sponsor uh, is going to have a little. Well, I'm, I'm going to say a message from our sponsor in a minute, and our sponsor is Anchor FM. Boom. I just bought pet insurance for Sammy. Ooh, nice. That's a big deal when your pet's young because it's cheaper to get it then. Right. Because I've already taken her to the vet once. Um, mm-hmm. And that was a pretty, 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 pretty expensive pretty, experience. Pretty, pretty <laughs> pricey. Yeah. Like, you know? uh, what would you say you spent in um, a day's that day that day what did you say in a day's in a day's worth of work for them how much did they make in a day if you don't mind me asking unless it's like 2000 i mean in an okay if you were to multiply what the time you spent there by a full 8 hour day oh. how much did they make oh wow like let's say everyone had the exact same issue as Sammy that came in there that day let's let's do some multiple multiplica- multiplication multiplication I can't speak today. Um, so sorry. Two donuts in since every episode I eat a donut and we try to do two podcasts every time. I don't want to give away our secret, but let's say how much do teachers make salary? Yeah, like 30, 23. Uh, if you're at a Christian pu- private school, probably 20,000 back in the day, well, <laughs> even yeah. less. Public. I Publi- feel like no, public's less. way more. Really? Public's 50 or 60. Let's not Okay. Let's not with the teachers, because you know they're teachers deserve all the credit. No, no, we're not. We're not. We're not making fun of them at all. I'm saying teachers deserve so much more than they They get paid. Already, it's a lot of work, and the in the the school system and the religion I grew up in, Uh a Christian religion, but I'm not going to slam the certain religion. They way underpaid the teachers compared to my friend's dad that worked. He worked with special needs kids in public school. Men. It's not Mennonite. It's meningitis. Meningitis. Um, that religion. Um, but no, I mean, he made, let's say, let's just say my friend's dad was closer towards 100 and he worked with special needs in wow. public school. Okay. And the at the time, I think the school I went to was like 30, 35. And that was in 90s, late 90s. Yeah. And that's not very much for that time for a teacher. I mean, okay, going back to... <laughs> going back to the vet. <laughs> yeah, going back to the vet. Yeah. It was just pricey, you know? I just wasn't expecting it. So let's just say you spent $800. How about this? I paid more for that vet visit mm-hmm. than I did for um, taking driver's ed classes for um, a whole a whole class, like a whole... Year. Your whole whatever, getting three months. your license. It was license. summer, I think. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so let's just say, I'm just going to put a number on it because I want to materialize this. You spent $750 on Sammy that day, and how long were you there? Let's just say that. I'm making up a number right now. yeah. So that way you don't have to say. I'm not agreeing or disagreeing Uh, with that amount. Fair enough. Uh, I was there for... Sammy's coming over. She's telling me I'm right. Like an hour. An hour. So if they're doing an eight-hour day at $750, let us just say you paid $1,000. That makes it easier for me to add up. $8,000 that day. Eight grand. That's a pretty good day. It's a pretty good day. And that's just one animal. Yeah. Well, one animal for every hour of that day. I thought, right. oh, but every but animal coming in. Every animal coming in. Dude, they're making 30, 40 grand a day. Yeah. Easy. Okay. Uh, probably not. I mean, those numbers were way off. 
Um, Sammy's trying okay. to let me, give me this toy to play with, but she won't. She keeps bringing it up and taking it away. And I'm like trying to grab this tennis ball, and I no. can't get it. Oh my goodness. But I'm, I'm glad I, I don't know. Like insurance is one of those funny things. Like it'll bite you if you don't have it. Yeah. Um, just like a with dog. cars or just houses. Just like a dog. Yeah. Well, um, like, so uh, people that don't buy like uh, earthquake insurance. Like flood insurance. Flood insurance. And then, and then, then and you're like, and where? there's a rain. We live in Washington. Yeah. And okay. let's say you're seal. Let's say, here we go. Let's base this in reality. Okay. I got to right. hold on. Yeah. Just rip that toy away from her. Sammy, come here. Okay, because I can't. It's too loud, Sammy. I know. I tried hiding it. It's too loud. We started and then. Come here. Come on. 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 I can't get it. I literally can't get it. I'm gonna cut this out anyway. Yeah. You can. You can pause it then. I would just pause it. Okay. So let's base this in reality. Okay. Um, summers are really ramping up with the heat here. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so let's say you move in to a house, just follow this analogy. You move into mm-hmm. a house, um, the sum, they haven't repaired the, or they haven't replaced the seals in, let's say the garage to you make mean this analogy to easier. keep it, to keep the heat in to, no, to, um, to keep out water. Oh yeah. Right? We're talking about flooding. Yeah, we're just yeah. talking about flooding. So the seals crack. Ding dong, it's winter time. Ding man, dong, ding dong, winter, has, winter arrived, has arrived. Knocks at your door. Yeah. Um, and now that rubber is cracks even more because of the cold. Mm-hmm. Spring comes. Rain. It's raining. Your garage gets flooded. Now, what, what do you, you do? Wish, yeah. But you're screwed now because you didn't buy Or insurance. here, so in the Midwest, they're like earthquake insurance or California earthquake insurance because there's earthquakes. Here it's rare. So people don't always get it. And then. The inevitable, then the un then the inevitable happens, and there is an earthquake. Mm-hmm. So it's like, but every time, and then what's ironic is every time you pay for insurance, the company drops you as soon as you have to use it. Typically, really, yeah. We had a dryer fire, and it sounds cool when you say it like that because I got a dryer fire. Yeah, it's not cool, right? Because <laughs> the dryer, what I don't know if new ones do this. The old ones, like, and the smoke was toxic because it's electrical. It's electrical fire. Okay. And so any electronics that are anywhere in the vicinity and we were, we were fortunately it was a basement, but that was all of our equipment, music, equipment, amps, wow. anything electrical has to get sent into this company. They take everything apart, open it and wipe everything out with these disinfecting things. And we're talking about like amplifiers, everything. Yeah. It was $20,000 bill for wow. the, for the amount of, Otherwise you have to, your gear is like, could be bad to breathe in and stuff. So you got to get the toxic smoke out and clean everything that was in the area for just a dryer that catches on fire because of some lint or something. Okay. And then, so the, your, so in this case, the insurance policy didn't, they dropped you guys instantly. Really? After they pay it, they pay it. Oh, okay. They have to pay it. But then they're like, sorry, you're no longer a good customer. Like, well, we've been using you for 20 years paying mm-hmm. for this insurance. And you have to pay once and now you drop us. Because you're like, yeah, well, we don't want to pay you guys. <laughs> and yeah. we're like, we've been paying you. Or same with auto insurance, too. A lot of times you just get oh, dropped. Yeah. Or anytime you cost or them you a dollar. A... Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, or it... the, um, your, uh, what's it called? You just pay more. You end up having to pay more because of whatever 
that yeah, the pre happened. the premium. So your premium goes up because now you've cost them a dollar, but you've been paying them hundreds of dollars for mm -hmm. years and somehow that's okay. Hmm. So that's not cool. Yeah. Not cool. Okay. So that's, that's insurance, but you gotta be careful. That's, that's a, in a nutshell, that's yeah. what insurance is. But pet insurance is good just because not everyone has liquid cash sitting around just tons of money in yeah. a, in a spare room to pay for animals and animals are a little pricey, but they're worth it. It's like family. You got to pay into pay into them. Yeah. How much is pet insurance a month from their plans? They told you about, don't tell me what you they pay, were around the $50. Yeah. Mark every month. So you're like 600 a month or 600 a year ish. Mm -hmm. That's not too bad. Cause then you think one pet visit where you're paying that thousand, like I was talking about, you're, yeah. you're already covered. Yeah. Yeah, or you just never take your pet to the vet. Feed them grapes like I did, and, and let them pump their stomach at home. Pump, uh, yeah, express their glands at home, oh. pump their stomach, and then you yeah. then you have them swim in the Puget Sound, where my brother informed. That sounds actually grosser than than what I was talking about. Um, the what was I saying? Puget oh, sound. let them swim in the ocean. Pungent sound. The pudgets. Uh, pu uh, someone, pungent. someone who's not pungent, someone who's not from around here would be like, oh, that pudget sound yeah. <laughs> looks real nice out there. Like my old bosses when I worked in retail weren't from around here and they called Puyallup, Puyallup or Tlalup for Tlalup. Um, we were talking about, oh, I was saying the Puget Sound for swimming. So my brother informed me after I let my dog swim in the ocean for years, because my brother was a vet tech at the time, and now he's going to be a veterinarian. Yeah. And he was like, uh, yeah, there's this thing uh, in the Puget Sound, or in salt water that's really bad for dogs and can cause kidney failure, which is what he had. Um, Your dog? Liver fail, Liver? Kidney. One of them. He just had... Well, kidney... Um it like cycles your blood, right? It takes out the toxins. Yeah. So he wasn't, it wasn't doing that anymore. So I think it was the kidneys. Um, but grapes cause kidney failure, <laughs> swimming in the ocean where, um, it affects seals too, but I guess dogs can be affected by it. I don't think that was it because he was fine for till 12 and a half. Yeah. But it was one of those things you're just like, what was the thing I could have done differently? And you don't want to, you can't, yeah. can't live like that. Throw all the grapes you want at your dog, but don't let them eat them. <sighs> don't let them eat them. Yeah. Don't eat grapes. How or, about that? No, grapes are delicious. And uh, enough for maybe for just people. And chicken bones, don't feed your dog chicken bones. My other friend fed his dog that looked like Benji chicken bones. He would just crunch them up in his mouth and swallow them. And I was like, that thing is going to, there's going to be some stuck chicken bones in there at some point. So this is kind of the uh, pet care episode. Yeah. And also maybe we say like self-care. Maybe we go into self-care. What are some self-care practices? Um, that's self-care is like a new hot topic. What do you do for self-care? What does your self-care look like? I'm still figuring that out, I think. Yeah. Cause I, I'm starting to self-care, but I didn't self-care before. Mm -hmm. And now I'm starting to just not worry about trying to get any extra jobs <laughs> besides my job. Yeah. And that's like, at the same time, it sounds like I'm letting my business, my side business fail because I'm not trying to promote it at all, but I'm also trying to get a sense of sanity and and calm at the same time. Yeah. And I, and I still want to do some jobs, but I'm not like everyone, like if they hit me up, I'm like, well, let me think about this mm -hmm. before I just say, sure, I'll do this. Right. Like there's a guy that, um, I probably will work with soon who has a business where he does green screen stuff and has models come in and that, and they promote companies 
through it. It's like an advertising agency. Okay. Um, and he wanted to film someone coming in from another state or something soon. But he also talked at one point about flying in a helicopter and being me being in the helicopter with him and flying around the Space Needle to show him capturing some cool shots to be behind oh, the that's scenes. Cool. Which does sound really cool. Mm -hmm. The only time I've been in a helicopter. Be very tempting. <laughs> so, we, yeah, the, the shortened version. It's like saying za instead of pizza. You're yeah. like, very tempting. It saves so much time, especially I when I have to explain it. You're like, za or <laughs> piz. <laughs> Just get some piz. You're like, nope, not going to eat any of that. <laughs> um, so the, the thing about the helicopter, which is a little scary for me, is because the only time I've been in a helicopter was filming when you had to be airlifted when I had to be airlifted <laughs> and it was after a major trauma just yeah. kidding on a yeah. car accident we no. just laugh about it now yeah yeah it's a, you know, it's a it's funny really fun. story we'll tell you another time guys tell you another time about that air trauma story I have um I would like to dive into near-death experiences on okay. on a podcast <laughs> because I've heard a lot of, from other people's experiences that are intriguing oh okay. and they sometimes end up the story matches sometimes their religious beliefs, which is interesting. Um, so, but that's another, another day, another time. The, yeah. the helicopter, the reason that scares me a little, I, we were filming friend and I were filming in New Zealand, which sounds very ritzy, but it was like, you know, we were doing something kind of like a free project and they wanted to capture some footage above a hospital. And so they takes up in the helicopter and I'm trying to hold still and film. Yeah. And no matter what you do, cause the whole oh. thing is shaking. The footage just <laughs> looks like it's like moving and you have Tourette, not Tourette. Well, yeah. Tourette's or like, a... you're screaming out loud. Um, tremors. You're yeah. shaking the whole time. So I'm trying to get this footage to hold still as, and I'm locked into the seatbelt that you just <laughs> barely twist to undo it. And then yeah. you just, you're out of the seatbelt. Wow. And it has four connectors, but if someone <laughs> grabs that and it's an open door and yeah. an exit sign. Yeah. So, so I do have a picture of like looking over as Nath took a picture of me with, with the, my camera in hand, it looks cool sure. and it has a New Zealand badge on the jacket that looks military. Oh, cool. It was scary. Cause I'm like, we go up, we're like, we did this to get one shot aerial shot, which I'd use a drone now. So mm -hmm. I don't have to risk my life. And what if this helicopter just tanked and we crashed in the field and we're dead because we tried to get this one aerial shot. That's not even good. <laughs> so what I, what I had to do to the footage is make it black and white and add super eight grain. Oh. And then to, they talked about the hospital in the fifties and how it was back then. And I showed a shot. So it looks like an old footage capture from the air. That's right. And that's the only way it was usable. You couldn't stabilize it. Well, so the whole thing is like, you know, like you take a can oh, and a shaker it. and shake. So it's there shaking no, so like, much. The edge. Yeah. The edges of the whole frame are moving. So I was like, so this helicopter ride could be better, but I could also be risking my life flying around the space needle for a couple hundred bucks or 50 bucks an hour or whatever yeah. to capture him flying around just for a stunt, not an actual job. What have you put on a gimbal? Well, I don't want to be in the helicopter. I think that's more oh, what I'm. That's what you're trying to. I'm avoid. trying to not be in a life-threatening situation for a meager amount of money in right. my life. If I don't have to be. I wonder what the permits are for drone stuff. Well, I know I have a, space needle. A friend of a friend who's a big photographer in Seattle has done stuff on the Space Needle and got to do like a music video shoot up there, video and photo wise, and does a ton of like. If you've seen any of, I'll say his name because he's cool. Tim Durkin. He's a cool, um, Jenny Durkin, the mayor is his sister. I can say these things because it's a friend of a friend and I acquaintance and he's, he's a great photographer. So he, he did something on this space needle and he's done stuff for Pearl Jam. It's it's cool oh, stuff cool. he's done. So he, he went up in a helicopter on one and I was like, it looks awesome. 
And I'm just a little nervous of doing sure. that kind of stuff. But it's cool because he's like, I remember one of our old coworkers who doesn't work with us anymore had like reshared his uh, picture of the space scene with the moon up above. He does a lot of cool stuff like oh, that. Oh, cool. So, yeah. Nice. But um, yeah, he's great. So that's why I can say his name because there's no negative things. Can I ask you a question? Yep. What was your first camera? Ever? Ever. Film or video or just still Ooh. like whatever kind oh. of camera. And now I'm racking my brain. Um, it was not a still camera. And it was the... Man, I've had so... I've, it's more than cars. Or I've had a, like 15 it, cars in my life, and yeah. which is crazy. Well, but I'm asking you about cameras. So I know. Let's keep cars out of this. We'll talk cars <laughs> later. Another episode. Yeah. Um, my first one was... I'm just trying to remember the brand. I think it was... I used to always buy Sony. So I think it was yeah. a Sony. It was the the smallest mini DV camcorder, standard definition one that they made at the time. Because before that, it was like um, Super like, 8 cams and yeah. stuff. So it was like an 8 millimeter tape? The, like no, mini tape? mini DV. So mini oh, okay. DV is... So mini digital video, but it was standard definition. Um, but I remember thinking the quality was so clear. Like you'd zoom yeah. in on a blade of grass. You're like, look at the clarity. And now you'd look at it and be like, oh, it looks old. <laughs> um, yeah. But my friend and I, yeah, I got it. And I was so excited because it was the smallest, most compact one. And I just wanted to make movies. My friend had a super, a high eight camera we made movies on before that. Okay. And we'd put the title maker in and type titles and put it on VHS. Yeah. But that one, that one we filmed like a, a SNL style skit blood squirting scene where he's like chopping vegetables and he has blood fly out of his thumb. Oh, cool. So we were just doing that on the back porch. It doesn't look like he's in a kitchen. It doesn't look that good, but it was fun. Nice. So we made some movies. That's the one I lost in England or it got stolen when I got back from the airport from that trip <laughs> to Europe <laughs> when I was making Mission Possible. Oh, okay. Which turned out to be Mission Impossible. Yeah. After that. Not the actual production. Not the actual production. It's it was a parody. It's Mission Impossible because it can't be completed because someone stole the camera at the airport. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that was a pretty cool one. Um, and then from there, a VX2000. I don't what, know what that is. Sony VX2000. It's the standard for skaters and anyone doing um, wide angle fish lens stuff. You can add, you could adapt the lens and put a fish angle lens on it. Oh, that's cool. And I would go around on my purple roller blades and film my friends <laughs> on their skateboards. Cause my dad had somehow bought me roller blades that had purple outline on the edges, but I was like, that's they're cool. roller blades. Hell and yeah. Maybe they're purple wheels too. Nice. So imagine at a skate park in like Walla Walla, Washington, like, vi like violet. What were you doing in Walla Walla, Washington? College. Oh, okay. Second year of college. I didn't know you went out there. Yep. For Have we one talked year. about this? Uh, well, we're talking no, about No, we now, didn't. But... We are now. No, it was before it was the cool wine country. It was like yeah. still developing. Onion City. They had the, they have one place that's worth, Walla Walla is worth going to. And they have a lot now because it's a great, great place now. Yeah. The onions are good. But the iceberg, great shakes, burgers, and fries. Cool. So, but, uh, but yeah, so we, they would be skating. So my friends were in the band with me, Ryan and Nath there. They'd be skating at the skate park and other people are skating. I'm the only one in rollerblades there filming them going across stuff. And it, with the camera, I felt cool. When I realize now the rollerblades, I did not feel very cool. But we can dive into the into those. Yeah. So yeah. The, the VX2000 is a standard and it still has a look that people are seeking after what that mid like a throwback the mid what was that movie jonah hill did mid 90s mid 90s yeah that one i still haven't seen that it's good it's really good yeah um and it has like 
different. It has squared up video, widescreen video, has a bunch of stuff. It looks like it was done then. And the VX2000, I bet, is represented there. It only does 30 frames a second, so you can't get any variation for filmic looking stuff, but it's cool. What about your camera, first camera? Uh... My first camera was a point and shoot. It was, it was, I think it was a Sony. It was like a blue, like a, like a little guy. Yeah. You see that? Uh, what color would you describe that? Where the, um, ocean blue. Wait, which one? The dog, the thing that cleans the, the no, hair the one next to it. Uh, there's a, a bottle next to it. That's like a dark, it's a, it's a like deep, a marine, deep, like deep a marine blue. blue, deep blue though. Not, yeah. mar, not a light Marine. We're talking like deep ocean blue. Yeah. Yep. It was like that color. That's um, cool. Cause so yeah. you're in your, and to, to tell, tell the folks. It was like a 12 megapixel camera. Oh, well, oh man. Now I got it. I had like a four megapixel one too at one point. Nice. That was like four double a batteries to run it or two, yeah. maybe two. Yeah. But I was I not as much. I had photography cameras, but I was more into video. And I think you were, you've done video, but you were more into photography, right? Yeah. Just kind of out of, because that's, I don't know. I don't know why. That's so funny. I've never thought about it. Well, people connect with different things more. Like I have a roll of that black and white cine film that oh, I yeah. bought to take. Cinestills to take. And I still haven't used it. Where Super 8, I've gone through rolls and done stuff. So yeah. there's ones that are like, I like the idea of photography, but I like, I, I think my passion is filming with like moving frames. Yeah. More. If I, yeah, I guess that's right. Like socially, I've, I have more experience with photos. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I studied film, but well, it's a lot, photos are a lot more accessible. And, um, if you come up to someone and start filming them with a video camera, they're more nervous. You take a photo and they're like, sure, I'll pose. Yeah. So, um, but it's having those different things you're passionate about. Cause you'd spend time developing film and getting that done before you'd shoot film probably. Yeah. If I did get back into like video, I'd want to do mm -hmm. film. What do you mean? Like film film? Or if I went back into um, cinematography, like motion, pictures. Yeah. yeah, I'd want to do So you want to be the, the Nolan Ryan of, <laughs> just kidding, the Christopher Nolan of yeah. today's world. Because he only shoots on film. Like Tenet was film. Yeah. Even like little shorts. Even though it would mm -hmm. cost well, it's, so it's not as much as you would think. So they, they weighed out the difference um, of renting. Let's say you're renting everything, right? This was a few years ago, even. Well, not even professionally, like just. Well, I know even the amateur, small stuff. Really? Because um, if you're budgeting, even for like a thirty-minute film, you have a few reels of film and this and that. You're to rent a sixteen-millimeter film and pay for the film processing is cheaper than renting a digital like four K camera. That's like a cinema cine camera. Like an Ari if or you're, a Red or something. Like one of those bigger ones. Not like yeah. the DSLRs. You can get a DSLR and do yeah. that. The, I think the director, David Soderbergh. Oh, yeah. or There's one guy, or the one guy, that, it's a Keanu Reeves one. It's comparing film and digital. Yes. It's oh, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, I have a, I bought it. It was um, It was good. And it just, there's no B-roll footage. Yeah, it's all David interviews. David Lynch, isn't it? David no, Lynch. Yeah, David Lynch. David Lynch is the one who says, Keanu, I don't think I'll ever shoot on film again. Because yeah. he's like, he likes just being able to let the camera roll. Mm -hmm. And it is cheaper. Because my other cameras, I'm like, unlimited storage, dump this off, start again. Yeah. But... I like, I'm curious what your, so we've talked about our first cameras. Mm -hmm. 
And that was who knows what year when we got those. Mine was. Well, you know. Now I got to think of mine. Oh, gosh. 2006. Mine was 99, probably. 99. I always wanted a camera growing up, but my parents never owned a video camera. My parents so always had. It. What's funny is. I mean, it's not funny. What's they hilarious. Had, yeah. What's, <laughs> yeah. Um, they always had. Like, I remember my mom, well, I have my mom's Polaroid one step. Mm -hmm. um, Those and, are cool. And I have her um, point and shoot. I think it's an Olympus. But like they always had, my mom always had like a, just a camera, like a film camera. Mm -hmm. I remember watching her. We went to California once because my sisters. <laughs> so we grew up uh, in the church um, in the specific one? denomination. Oh, yeah. Don't say it um, or say it. Yeah, in the specific denomination and district, it's so weird that it's broken up this way. Mm -hmm. um, when instead of uh, what's that what's that called, like a denomination, like a coming out, you know, when like um, kids turn six, like a sweet sixteen, sweet sixteen or, party, yeah, yeah, um, they would do the coming out parties are different, I think, but like when you're well, going to adult, well, it's a southern right? thing, right? Like coming out is like when you're eighteen, like um, I haven't heard of that. Actually. It's like, I think it's tied into like debutante stuff. Is it? So they're yeah. like, hey, you're now, you're you're like now you're a now a, an adult or you're a man. You're a young woman yeah. or a young man. Yeah. Um, uh, like the bar mitzvah for, for different, you know, for uh, yeah. Jewish kids. So um, when at a certain age and after you go through this like type of um, like youth programs that <laughs> you're gonna say initiation like once you it go this like through it. this initiation it felt like it um you you got presented to the church in oh, like yeah. a gown oh really tiara now i want to know now i really need to know, know the religion some video it's no i need insane. to know the religion too okay you know it i'll i'll tell you um protestant <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. be like why didn't i do this yeah um i did do it uh but okay. so Whatever, my sisters do it locally at mm -hmm. our church and then at a district gathering. And then they went to California to do it. A big with one? All the, yeah. Oh, with wow. With all the, in San Jose, it's like the same. Same uh, ceremony? It's the same um, hotel that everyone always goes to within this church. It's so weird. Um, so you're staying with everyone else on the same floor that you know. So it's like a yeah. big friend hangout. Um, no, the whole hotel gets booked out. Oh, because for this it's, event. it's like three or four different states um, coming together, coming together with all these girls that have wow. completed this program. OK, now um, now I got to know what that's called. Uh, and OK, going why I'm trying oh, this. I hate that it, this took so long. Yep. OK, don't on worry. This trip, don't even worry. We got all the time in the world on this trip. I remember there was a bunch of us in the car. My mom got out to go to the store and told us to wait in the car. Mm -hmm. And she came back with a bag and she sat next to me in the car, opened up the bag, opened up a box and like popped the sides off and then pu pulled out what's a 35 millimeter canister. Oh, yeah. And then one? she opened up her camera. Yeah, just one. And I remember just watching her perf like perform this, like mm -hmm. do it so like meticulously. meticulously. 
that I was just like, I wanna, I wanna do that. It's a lost. I remember, yeah. It's a lost art because a lot of people now don't know how to. And I don't. I know how to start threading film because my mom did that a ton too. And I we have like Uh, like uh, like for uh, getting it started in there. No, for photos. Still, she no no my family. Oh, she loaded her own on canisters. No, it wasn't that intense. It's just loading the pre-done ones and getting it to crank in and start oh, yeah, them. Because yeah, yeah. they had the Canon A1, which I have yeah. now. Great classic camera. So it had automated features, but it was manual still on mm-hmm. some stuff. And all our family photos are, are with that camera and the zoom lenses. And I, st- I have them at home. They're cool. But yeah. it's like, why, am I, why have I not got into it? But, she, but I do the same with my phone. So now I take like at every event, which hasn't happened a lot this year, but whenever there were events, I'd walk around the party taking pictures of everyone and be like, all right, let me, cause I send it to the person, whoever's birthday it was, text them all the pictures. But it's like, they get groups hanging out and it's like snapping a hundred photos or 200 yeah. a night. My mom would do that with film yeah, and then Whoa. process five, six rolls of film and pick the good ones. Yeah. So there might be one or two rolls. My dad would say there's one, some rolls that only one or two fi- pictures are good in a whole roll, but you, cause whatever happens or whatever else. So watching that makes you, but now I'm like, do I know how to roll film or right. to, to put that in? And I want to do it, but. Well, I just like things that take time, time and, um, like, um, you have to know what you're doing to like purpose, like, um, Instead of the quick, just hit a button and roll with whatever. Yeah. Like I, so I had someone over and, um, I was like, Oh, Hey, can you, I was playing music on the turntable mm-hmm. and I was like, Hey, can you flip the record? They didn't and, know how and to. And he was like, yeah. And he came up and, and I like gave them a little bit of instruction <clears throat> mm-hmm. and then they flipped it and then they came back and they, and they were like, Oh, how do you do get I to start play? In, you're, you started in the middle, right? And, and then it comes back out. I was like, no, you start on the outside and then it comes back. It back goes in. all the way in and works. Yeah. They're like, okay. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just. And your record is totally scratched now. They're like, for sure. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> no, it's not. It's fine. But like, um, I just like things that like are kind of meticulous. And, and like a hands-on like gear way. I like all the old stuff because you're, you physically have to do something. And now it's like the cameras that are like automated. You can hand a camera that's automated to anyone and they're going to get a decent photo. And to me, that's not art. Yeah. It's a tool you're using. Well, it's it's art. Well, I should say it is art, but it's it's not the kind that I want to do. Sure. I want I want the stuff that if you, if the camera, if you didn't know the ins and outs of the camera, then you can hand it to someone and they're going to have terrible results. Yeah. Well, but it takes all the learning the machine you're using to, like any, like you learn a guitar perfectly to learn every scale. You want to know that camera now and be like, if I adjust this, this is what happens to the picture. Yeah. Well, it's also burned me too. Um, I'll try to say this quickly. I have a story. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so actually it involves you. Remember I know. Remember when we did that, that wedding? Thing? Yeah. It's we fine. Did a wedding. It's fine to say what, what it was. Um, I brought my film camera. Or I brought I, two of my film cameras. I was cameras. really looking forward to the photos because that was during so was the ceremony I. and after. Yeah. So was I. Yep. And you're like, hey, this is a perfect um, spot for you to do your, or to shoot with your camera. Go ahead I and I wanted to have some film. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, perfect. It's going to be so great. Um, so and it was I, a medium format camera, right? No, no, no. It was, um, it was my 35 millimeter. Okay. Um, and so I bust through the roll and I'm like, oh, it's going to be great. Unwind it put it back in this canister and then po- put it in my pocket. G- I give you the film. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you show up to the development place. Sure do. But I had two other roles too with yeah. me that you did three roles. So, 
Yeah. Okay, I show up to the place, and then when I get the stuff, they're like, uh, well, this one didn't have anything on it. <laughs> so he's like, that happens sometimes where it doesn't thread properly, and so it didn't actually get yeah, pushed never, through. Yeah. It never caught. But we did have some of the pre-getting-ready stuff, but it looked awesome. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, we got 25, 30 photos total or something. Yeah. But there was a medium-format camera you had, too, you took mm-hmm. some pictures with. Yeah. And the medium-format or uh, large-format are what's more interesting to me because it's different than what's done today. Yeah. Like All the classic like sepia photos of family are like narrow, small, small things, you know? Yeah, because the... Um, what's that called? The quality of the negative is just so much better on larger um what do you call that mirrors yeah oh yeah and, well and same with negatives. sensors for cameras so yeah. i could talk can't we might be out of time for today i could talk camera next time we should talk cameras because it is interesting yeah and my we should talk about our favorite cameras we've ever owned next okay. time next time into it so thanks for joining us today guys uh we don't want to take too much of your day but we already did so we'll see you next time bye